What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to your favorite podcast, Thoughts by the Ville Dia, the podcast. How's everybody doing? Hope you're having a great day today on this fine Monday. Hope everybody's weekend was well. Mine was pretty good, man. I spent a whole lot of time uh, just trying to kind of relax and get my head back in a good space. It wasn't really in the best place going into the weekend, but that's neither here nor there. So, if you, oh, by the way, I dropped another episode of Growing Up to VLDI, The Hood Rat Hunter. I'm on that joint telling you a story <laughs> about these little, um, you know, my jokes that I used to pull off when I was in high school and kind of giving you an idea of how I got into doing music in high school. I got some impersonations on there, some... <laughs> I got some impersonations on there that I'm pretty sure you're going to love. Everybody's been liking this, been getting good reviews. So y'all go over and check out the last episode I dropped Friday. Uh, the Hood Rat Hunter, Growing Up DeVille D.I. So over the weekend, man, I basically tried to relax and played a lot of Call of Duty. The new Call of Duty Modern Warfare dropped Friday. Man, fire. I'm, not, I'm seeing a lot of bad reviews on it a lot of complaining you know the peppermint committee is all over that guy and they're complaining about things see what they're complaining about are changes in the game that just gives it a different feel and overall to me a better feel than the last one the black ops 4 that came out last year you know the call of duty if you're a gamer if um you're right there with me. If not, sorry, bro. But Call of Duty, the maps usually have like a three-lane type design where you can go this way, this way, this way. But this time, they've opened up the map. They got these big maps. And so, it is It is inspiring a lot of camping. If you don't know what camping is, that's basically you get your gun, you find a hiding spot, you hide. A lot of people aren't in favor of the camping that's going on in the game. I'm cool with it because if we're trying to imitate or replicate or duplicate war hiding is a large part of war from what i understand war is not just people running to and fro in the open shooting at each other there's a lot of strategy there's a lot of covert things there's a lot of sneaking around a lot of hiding behind corners and in ditches and in bushes that goes on so i appreciate the fact that you have to really just be on your P's and Q's. You can't just use that running gun style of play that Call of Duty was was known for. And, it, you know, the game is slower. The run speed slower. The time to kill is faster. And a lot of people just aren't into that. But either way, I love the game. The campaign is freaking awesome. Maybe I'll do another episode where I get a little bit more into depth about that. If y'all like to hear that, hit me up on Thoughts by the VLDI on Facebook or Instagram, D-V-I-L-L-E underscore di and we'll get into that but today i wanted to finally talk about 
Watchmen. Watchmen, the Watchmen series is on um, HBO. Um, I gave y'all a week. Gave y'all a whole week to watch it. The second episode is out now. If you haven't watched it by now, it sucks for you. So the Watchmen is, I believe it can, it was made out for after uh, like some DC, um, DC uh, comic type material. I'm not really sure. I'm not really gonna sit here and act like I'm just well informed on the Watchmen. I saw the movies that came out, you know, years back, and while I enjoyed them at the time, they weren't really memorable. It's like the only thing I remember about the Watchmen was that there was an owl guy who kind of looked like Batman it kind of and reminded me of Batman. That's the biggest thing I remember from the movie The Watchmen. But now they have this series of Watchmen, and I, I watched it. First two episodes, and man, they started off. This is why I waited, because I was definitely going to not, I definitely wasn't going to talk about this and not get into the things about it that I found interesting. So, they started to show off with the, um, with the, with the, uh, what do you call it? I think they were calling it, I'm trying to remember the exact terminology that they used. Was it the Tulsa Massacre? Was it the Oklahoma Massacre? I'm not sure. But either way, this movie, this, this show starts off with the Tulsa, Tulsa Massacre. This is basically where, um, true story now, this is basically where a group of Domestic terrorists decided to attack um, an area that was heavily. Uh, it was known for the wealth. It was a it was a wealthy black community. It was known as Black Wall Street. On May 31st, 1921, a group of domestic terrorists bombed and ran an assault on this city, killed like 300 people. 90 percent 90 percent of those people were black. This thing went on for like six. 15 hours they destroyed 35 city blocks over 600 thriving businesses was destroyed there was grocery stores there were restaurants there were movie theaters and a hospital this this moment was deemed this moment was called the single worst incident of racial violence in american history and i'm reading i'm taking snippets of that from the atlanta black star so, this is a real-life true act incident that happened, and this is how they start off the series. Now, I was shocked that they started off the series there, and I was also shocked in the responses of people that did not know that this was an actual incident that happened. It took me twice watching the uh, first episode before I realized that they were what they were talking about the Tulsa incident. And the reason why, because, you know, I started to watch it and I live in a house full of women. So it seems like every time that I decide to deeply engorge myself into some good cinematic viewing, somebody wants to start a conversation, <laughs> especially when the show is good and it's interesting and it's starting off on a good note. People want to start talking because they like to ask a lot of questions. So I, I went through it the first time and I actually... Once all the talking started, I was left alone. I started it back over at the beginning. And I was like, damn, that's the Tulsa incident. Fried Oreo also spoke on this. A couple of people have spoken on it. But, yeah, that's not, but I don't think he went in. I'm not sure if he went in detail about it. I can't remember. 
But anyway, that's why I waited a week because I, I just want to talk about some things that are going on in this show. And that was one of them. And secondly, so this 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 universe that they're living in is a um, it's a universe where there's a, a good number of like vigilantes around. Vigilantes is like a big thing. Police are allowed to wear masks to conceal their identities and their lethal weapons. They have to get permission to use their lethal weapons. All the lethal weapons are kept under lock and key and they have to uh, get access granted. So I'm gonna get into that a little bit further about that. So there's a scene in there where an officer pulls over a vehicle, he goes and he starts talking to the man driving the vehicle and you know, the guy's suspicious. He sees some things that, that's kind of questionable. So he goes back to his squad car and he calls back into dispatch and he's asking for permission to use or permission, yeah, to mis- permission to use. And what I'm saying, use, I don't mean to shoot somebody. He's asking for permission to be able to take his firearm out of the car. See, it's in this little holster thing that has it locked in. And he's calling, asking them, can they release it? And it takes a minute. It takes way too long. And then the thing jams on him. He can't get it out. And I was like, damn. Made me think, like, what if this was the reality? Because something like that seems like a great idea. In theory, okay? We'll have this mechanism that holds the officer's weapon. And he can't even take it out the car without calling in. Stating the reason why he wants to have this firearm. And, you know, get game permission to use it. You know, it seems good in theory, but then that, that those whole mechanical issues, like you're saying, like sometimes radios don't transmit well. Sometimes they lose the signal. I've seen several times where an officer would go in a building responding to something. Like I've literally seen this with my own eyes and had to use a cell phone to call back to dispatch because the radio just, it, the signal just wasn't going through. So imagine you're in one of these high threat level situations and you're trying to get permission to to have access to your firearm and you can't get through on the radio or the thing jams, it glitches, you can't get the gun out. That would, that would suck right there. But in, like I said, in theory, it sounds good. What I found, uh-huh strange about the reviews of this show is that it like the fan base and the critics review didn't match up it got a better review at least from the sites i looked at it got a better review from the um from the critics than it did from the fan base now there's a lot of racial elements in this show and i'm wondering if that plays played a part in how people viewed the show the watchmen so, because, you know, there is a large number of people out there that want to take uh, social issues like racism and, and brush them under the rug and pretend that they don't exist anymore, but they do. And, you know, a lot of people don't like to see that, especially, you know, when, when, to see that when they feel like an image of them is being portrayed negatively, just like anybody else. Nobody wants to see a negative image of their self on the screen on their TV screen in their home but you know 
Yeah, there is a lot of racial elements in this show. Also, what what I wanted to get back to was because there's a lot of things in it that just made me think. You know what I mean? Like the the fact that the police officers were able to cover their face because excuse me, there was an event that they call like the White Knight. Yeah, the White Knight where um people were attacked. Police officers were attacked and the people were able to find their homes. They knew where they looked like and everything because they weren't, you know, they could see their faces. So now in this universe, the police officers are allowed to wear masks. They're allowed to cover their faces so that they can't be easily identified, you know, by the um, citizens or whatever, or the domestic terrorists in this show. And it made me think, I was like, well, damn, what if they was to make that a real deal thing? I think that would be a bad idea. Two, great in theory. Protect the, protect the police officers. Hide their faces. Criminals can't point them out in the mall. At, you know, at the Golden Corral with their families. So on and so forth. But at the rate where things is going right now, man, with all these different shootings and things going on, I particularly, for one, definitely don't want the police running around with masks on. You know what I mean? Because... There's so much going on, so much controversy about these, these um, the bad police officers out of the bunch. Because no, the VLDI does not think that all police officers are bad people. But I know that there is a bad element in that group, just like there's a bad element in every group of people, you know. But I definitely wouldn't want them running around with masks on because you know that uh, that bad element they already are operating pretty heavily behind the protection that they have now so it definitely wouldn't want them to have another layer of protection to deal with and it's just thing after thing after thing of this show that just makes you think and it's like dang i really like it i suggest that y'all watch it it's a great show i'm hoping that it pans out to be as good as i think that it can be because it has held my interest you know it's only two episodes and that was another smart thing that they did well i mean it's normal for like hbo showtime stars and things like that they put out that weekly episode to draw you back in you know you got to come back every week to check it out see what's going on and that's uncommon other than these premium networks it's real uncommon uh in the streaming world that we live in now because everybody's just giving you access to the whole freaking season at one time so it really doesn't give you any reason to go back to the to the whatever app or whatever station or network that you're looking at look you're streaming it from my goodness my tongue gets tired sometimes but it gives you no incentive to go back if you don't have that time to viewing you know on sunday whatever time this show comes out on tuesday whatever time this show comes out that's how Traditionally, we watched TV when I was coming up. You know, you know, Martin came on at a certain day on eight at eight o'clock or at seven o'clock or whatever it was, and you had to make sure that you was home to watch that. But now, like there's another show, I think it's called Daylight or Daybreak, on Netflix that I started watching over the weekend. It's a zombie apocalypse style movie. I mean, series. You know, where some a bomb. Some bombs dropped and it turned all the adults into these ghoulies and 
teenagers are pretty much teenagers and kids are pretty much the only normal people left and they're just they're running the world and it's like some um, mad max type vibe going out there decent show but the fact though that it was they released like the whole season at one time so it was like i watched a couple episodes i was binging sitting on the couch late saturday night watch the episode watch another episode and then i end up just turning it off and moving on to something else um because i got bored with it i watched i watched so much of it consecutively that it was like it, it was like it was a good show but it was you know you get to a point when you have that easy access to it like that it's a lot of times you get to the point where you're not really interested in what's going on anymore you've lost in this got lost in the story you're playing with your phone because it's just been rolling for so long but um i plan on going back to watch it i guess but that's neither here nor there and y'all didn't come here for that y'all came here for some discipline somebody told me the view you've been slacking on the discipline lately so uh i apologize and i'm gonna bring it back starting today discipline of the day and you probably heard me say this before you're gonna hear some of these disciplines repeatedly because i feel like they're that important and that they are that uh, powerful that i can repeat them or that they need to be repeated several times for the people who may have missed it or for the people that may not have got the gist of it the first time that i said it discipline of the day walk down the hill the only thing that is guaranteed in life is change. So no matter what you're doing, no matter where you are in the world, there's going to come a time where you're going to be thrown into a new situation or the same situation, but it's just going to change. The same like with this Call of Duty. We've been playing Call of Duty for years, ever since the first Black Ops, then Black Ops 2, then Black Ops Ghost, then Modern Warfare, then Modern Warfare 2, and now the Modern Warfare Remastered. And this is day three today would be day four since this just this game has been released and people are already running down the hill off the deep end of how horrible this game is before you've really even had the chance to get a great feel or a good feel for the game. They're going off the launch release. So there's only a select number of people who actually put in the effort to go and get this game day one. And those are usually the hardcore players. And the hardcore players are playing, want to play it their hardcore way. And then you have the smarter players who are trying to adapt. And you have the noobs who are trying to learn the game. But the hardcore players are already ready to throw the damn game away. Because it's different than what they're used to. They ran down the hill. Slow down. Walk down the hill. Gradually ease your way down the hill so you can see everything you can see every rock you can see every tree you can see every divot every ditch that may come in front of you learn your terrain before you make an assessment of a situation of what it is or what it isn't or what it will be or what it won't be a lot of times we jump off the hill we jump down the hill you know what i mean we 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 rush to make a judgment on things whether they'll be good or whether they'll be bad. And someone told me the other day, a reminder, it was like, how many times have you had something turn out the exact way that you planned it, the exact way that you wanted it to, and then the results 
of it happening the exact way, the exact time, the exact day, everything was in place, but it still turned out horrible. After everything went the way that you planned it, after everything went the way, exactly the way that you wanted to. And then how many times have you had something not go the way that you want to or be in a situation that you didn't want to be in and that situation turned out great after you got you know after you got knee deep into it you realize this isn't such a bad place to be that's why you got to walk down that hill don't be quick to judge don't be so quick to give your opinion on things because things will change inevitably and you don't want to stand up, be standing on the wrong side of the line of things because you threw the whole thing out because out of the third day of the launch release, you felt like it wasn't good enough for you. Take this information, use it however you will, but remember to be the reason somebody's motivated or masturbated today. Either way, you made a difference, my friend. Thank you for tuning in to the VLDI Thoughts by the VLDI the Podcast. I love each and every last one of y'all, and the VL is out of here. Peace.